All right, guys, welcome to episode 88 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, we talk about uh, Jackass Forever. We talk about the new movie, uh, Storming Theaters, Groundhog Day. (laughs) 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 We talk about uh, the concert to end and begin all pandemics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ghost of Tsushima, House of M, uh, push a season approaching. Mm Mm-hmm. How to with John Wilson getting uh, renewed for a third season, and uh, your boy Yezos dancing in the back <laughs> of the videos. <laughs> but, but first, So, as usual, we st- we'll start with what we've been watching, playing, listening mm-hmm. to, whatever. Um, yeah. And it looks like you've been getting busy, so mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go ahead and take the lead on this one. Yeah, so last week we recorded a little bit early, so I had a, you know, more time than usual to watch stuff or you know, catch up on anything that I needed to catch up on. Um, so I'll talk maybe two things in depth and then the rest just kind of ping pong around. Um but I guess the the first thing I'll I'll talk about is uh, I went to see Jackass Forever, and so it's you know the fourth entry in the Jackass series, you know based on the TV show from MTV, and then you know, everybody's back except um, you know a few people here and there. But um, yeah, it was so, great. So a lot of returning people in the uh, Jackass cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody's back except for Bam, and I think they like I think he got kicked off the movie or something. Um, I need to read up on that. I but, believe there's um, a lot of bad blood there. Oh, um, not, not like it, I don't know. It it seems like it's definitely bad blood from Bam Margera toward them, based mm. on what I've heard. Um, it doesn't. They're not acting like there's any bad blood from them, really. Like Bam saying, like they kicked me off. This is bullshit. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But from what I've read, they basically were just like, look, like Steve-O's clean. Like everybody else is here is clean. If you can stay clean. You're good, but if you can't, we're, we're not going to have you here. And it's like, maybe that's not the truth, but the way they are at least approaching it is basically like, it sucks that he couldn't be here, but blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, this is bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so, yeah don't go watch the movie and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everybody's back except for him. Um, and the movie's, it's, I mean, it's great for like what, you know, a jackass movie, right? Like. Um, I, I, I don't think, th- it's funny because it's been like 10 years, but I wouldn't say like, wow, this, this is tame or it's missed a step. It's like shot the same way. It's edited the same way, edited the same way. Um, and it's funny because, uh, you know, we're barely, what, six weeks into the new year, maybe five or six weeks into the new year. And we've already had two, uh, legacy sequels, you know, cause a couple weeks ago we had Scream, mm-hmm. which yep. brought back the old ones and then, you know, introduced new ones. And this one does the same thing. Where for a little bit of the gnarlier stuff, a little bit of the stuff that yeah. maybe involves, you know, ramps or jumps or anything where somebody could just land large on the scale side. injuries. Yeah, uh. large scale injuries. Um, they bring in younger guys, and it wouldn't surprise me if you know if they made another one. Honestly, like this one, I mean, it didn't do amazing at the box office. I think it did about half of the opening weekend of the last one. Um, but um, I think 
you know, it would, it, I can't, ex- I can't imagine they're expensive to do, but I, I could see a universe where maybe, you know, for the next one in, you know, three or four years, none of the original cast guys do any big stuff, maybe it's just like prank stuff. And right, they're the just, they're like everywhere. setting up stuff, right? They're, they're the guys like walking around just setting up the prank, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. And, and they're also, like, we all shit in this porta potty. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And, and for the most part, that's kind of what Knoxville does in this one. He has one big one toward the end. But for the most part, he's kind of like the, the MC. He's like the guy who's like, and now we're doing this one. You know, the guy who answers this question right, you know, doesn't get hit in the nuts, like that kind of stuff. Right. And so he, for, for other than like, like I said, the a big one at the end. Um, it's actually kind of you go like holy shit dude you're old like don't 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 do that um other than that um you know he's kind of like the mc there's a couple of guys who still do some some crazy shit where you go like damn dude you gotta gotta slow down <laughs> <laughs> um but um but and the new people are great you know they don't they don't like shine as much as the old ones like they don't get as much screen time as much as the old ones but they have some good spots and then there's some great characters or some great um sort of characteristics to them that, that make them stand out um so overall i i like this one i would probably put this one maybe like on par with three like i still think two is two is great two is my favorite one two is fantastic like you could show two that's them like still young you know there was six 16 years ago so they're still younger they're doing crazy shit but i think the difference between one and two is that one they were doing it kind of like right after the show or I think filming it during the show and then just but they're kind of just like hanging out like the, the pranks are very mm-hmm. lazy. They're just kind of like Steve was like at a restaurant. He's like, oh, you know, we're eating dinner here as a crew. Um, let me start wasabi or whatever. Right. And he yeah. just like, like he, they're like very like lazy. They're just kind of like them hanging out. So they were like, here, here's 15 million. Do whatever. Right. And he goes, yeah, let me put a cart in a con, a little toy car in a condom up my butt. Let's do that one. And that's yeah. like the, the big finale one. Whereas when they did Jackass number two, they like put some thought into it, right? They would do like, they do like elaborate setups. They would do like specific machines. Like they got a giant fire hose and they did like a firehouse rodeo where like I had to hang on to the fire hose as they went nuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then by the third one, I think they just tried, I don't know, maybe they were tired or they weren't in it. And so I, I don't like that one as much. And I feel like this one's just on par with that one, where I think maybe they, it's still funny, it's still great. They maybe hold back a little bit because they are older, but I still think two is the best one. It's funny. Like, they're all balls out. It's, it's the, 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 the pranks and shit are complicated. They're complex. They're not just them hanging out. They're like some thought behind them. Um, but this one's close. And I think if, if you're somebody who's, you know, loved the show since I was, since you were a kid, like I was, um, then this is like, you know, right up your alley right like this is like you know it, it'll be the exact same reaction you got right. to like you know watching scream and seeing you know nev campbell and courtney cox hang out right or like mm-hmm. when you watched creed or when you watched the force awakens or ghostbusters or anything right so i while you were uh talking i did do a quick uh a quick search on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. and i see that it may be a sign of the times but um, the first one was rated rotten at 49%. Um, the second one was rated fresh at 64 mm-hmm. The third one was rated fresh at 66 And this one is uh, certified fresh at, I think, 88 um, So the thing is that's like kind of funny to me, and this was like, I looked, sorry, 86%. I looked when it first came out, and I think it was at like 88 or 90 right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Damn, it must be really good. And then it occurred to me, I was like, how the fuck, like, 
how do you even rate one of these, right? Like, it's not doing right. any movie stuff. It's just like... Uh, it's a compilation stuff, right? It's yeah, it's just comedy a comedy fucking... docu-series. Right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking any of those fail YouTube videos just done with people you like on a higher budget. Right, like, exactly. It, it, yeah. And so it's like... I feel like it's just, like I said, it's a sign of the times where, like, when the first, you know, one and even the second and third came out, clearly... Like, it, it, I feel like there was just some pushback in that, like, ugh, this fucking filth at the movie theaters. Like, blah, blah, blah. And now people are just like, whatever, like, like it's fucking Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> like, right. like, I feel like people have just bought into the fact that, like, maybe it, maybe for something to be good in a theater, it doesn't have to be, like, you know, this specific thing that we're looking for. You right, know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, and I feel like they, they probably people were like you said, like people go like Knoxville's back on TV, right? It's like, right. and you know, people's opinions change about stuff, right? Where I feel like when it first came out, you get like teens doing it, and they're like, oh god, the America is is failing. Look at this failed right. state. Uh, these people are getting hurt, hitting each other in the nuts. It's yeah, it's the small, it's the uh, it, it's an old version of the Tide Pod thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, and I feel like I don't. Um, I, I feel like the movie, like. Dude, like, all the pranks are the same. I mean, if, like I said, other than, like, maybe ones where you could be like, well, they probably dialed that one back a little bit. All yeah. of them are the same level of dangerous. All of them are the same level of, like, gross. The ones that are gross or, or, or you know, crazy. Um, so it's definitely that the world changed around uh, jackass rather than the jackass right. somehow changed who they were and now they're, like, critical darlings, you know? Right. And it's, uh, I feel like we kind of came across that with... Um... Uh, I feel like comedies, right? Like, I know they're not really being made anymore, uh, which we've talked about, or like, you know, that that type of comedy. But I feel like when they first started coming out, like, a lot of people weren't high on them, and then they, like, it, it feel like people started coming around and they started getting better ratings, and, like, you know what I mean? They were viewed more fondly um, as time went on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's just another one of these things. But, um, like, I've never been a huge fan of the Jackass movies. Mm-hmm. But like, man, you know what? It, here's here's <laughs> bro, the the fucking reference I'm about to make. So this shit, some people are gonna be fucking turning over in their graves. Um, this shit to me is Star Wars, which is that like, like mm-hmm. I wasn't into the originals at all, right? Like I didn't mm-hmm. fuck with them at all. And then a new one came out, right? Like Star Wars Seven came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really want to see this because it looks good. But the difference is, is that I could not bring myself to watch seven without having seen the first six. Mm-hmm. Guess who doesn't give a shit if they watch Jackasses one through three before they go watch this? One? <laughs> <laughs> Me. So I don't feel the need to like go back and watch those ones that I didn't watch. I'm just yeah. like, fuck it, I'll just go. <laughs> like, so you haven't and, seen any of the other ones, one, 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 one through three. I, I mean. Through friends, videos, clips, whatever, I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of the stunts um, that they do, like the stunts, even just the pranks. Like I, I don't, and this could be from the first one because the the uh, the planning required seems like a not a whole lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I remember dying at the one of I cannot remember his name. 
but he shits in a in a t- toilet at a Lowe's. That's oh like a yeah, 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 toilet. yeah. That shit um, kills me. He's got like the newspaper. He's just like he's sitting in the middle of the floor. Shit. Yeah, Dave England. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like everybody walking by is like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's from the first one. Yeah, that one's classic. Yeah, yeah, that shit's great. Um, but you know, I've seen a lot of those, but I, for whatever reason, like the this one came out, and I was like, I kind of want to go see this. I like. Told my wife, I was like, "Hey, do you think you want to go see this?" And she was like, "Uh, sure." And I was like, "That's not a very confident answer, but I think we're still <laughs> going." <laughs> she was like, "Honestly, I just like to get out of the house and go somewhere, even if it's for something I don't care about." And I was like, "All right, this sounds like a plan." <laughs> yeah, and it's only like you know, that's the nice thing. Right? You go in, you laugh, and it's ninety minutes, right? Like when it ended, I was like, "Oh, like right, you just right. kind of expected to go on forever because there's no like, like you said, it, you know, there's no structure, follow... right?" It's just so a it's just like, when you when a big prank toward the end ends you go it just kind of goes like they play like ding, 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 and the credits yeah. start rolling and it's like oh okay all right cool well thank you movie that was great thank you yeah uh, the one thing that like i wish i could do is there's a guy at my work and he has like the weakest stomach and i'm like mm, god i wish i could go with you because i just want to see like if, if there's gross shit I, he's not gonna cope well and i was like oh yeah, no, yeah. there's yeah, i there's want him to shit, go yeah. <laughs> Because we'll just show him stuff that's like, they're most of the stuff that they all look like stupid videos or whatever. Like I'm pretty good. Like I don't really get nauseous or anything. Like just seeing something like that doesn't bother me much. Mm-hmm. But like this dude, like every time he sees something even remotely questionable, he like turns his head to the side and has to like hold his mouth shut. And I'm like, oh, I need to go with you to watch this because <laughs> I think he, I think he would go. Like I think he would enjoy going, but like it's still the just like, oh man, I just want to see if something will actually make a bar from that. <laughs> and that's that's the spirit of Jackass, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ultimately, I think that's probably what they're going for. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the one of the gnarliest ones though is the fucking sweatsuit one, where they wrap the the big dude up in the saran wrap. Oh yes, look, yes, oh, yes, they, yes. I think that's I think they three. drink the sweat. Ugh. God, yeah. that's no good. <laughs> that's I think that yeah, that's three. They're like, oh god, yeah, those are, yeah, yeah, those are no good. Yeah. And um, those, you know, sometimes people, you know, they, they don't like like animal ones. Like I don't mind those. Like some people hate like spider ones. Like I don't really have that kind of fear of spiders. So I know sometimes that drives people up the wall or like yeah. um, snakes, like stuff. Like they'd be like, oh my god, there's a snake in that in that pod, and they got out. And like, oh okay, cool. Then just like walk away. You right, know what's I know fucked up is that, like, like, terrified of it. I am terrified. I, I do not fuck with snakes or spiders. Right? Like, I have, well, I have a weird relationship with spiders. It's like, if I can see the spider the whole time, I'm fine. But, like, if I ever see a spider and then lose it, I, I'm, I, I need to get the fuck out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, if it goes under something, I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. we gotta wrap this whole son of a bitch up. Like, I don't know, I don't know where it went. I don't know where it could come from. Um, this motherfucker's Metal Gear Solid uh, to me right now. Um, mm-hmm. but like, I do not fuck with snakes or spiders, but like it, seeing it be lost on a video, like does not, you know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. a guy in a pit of fucking snakes. I'm just like, cool. Glad it's not me. Um, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't trigger any of my own personal fucking, uh, fears. Um, but yeah, I, I think I might go see it this weekend if I get somebody to come over, uh, while they're yeah. sleeping, but yeah, it's a great um, time. Yeah, I definitely. Also, I know, I know one of the guys from Odd Future is in it. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, Jasper, yeah, yeah. And if he was, man, that Loiter Squad show. I remember one time for 
I'm pretty sure it was him. It was either him or Taco, but I can't remember who. One of them had a bunch of sandwiches. Like, they, like, made, like, a giant, like, double-decker sandwich, but, like, mm-hmm. as many decks as it could be, and just yeah. held it up to his face, and then had one of the guys just, like, punch the sandwiches, like, straight through to his face. And it was <laughs> like, 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 I just was like, I think that's Jasper, and if that, like, if he was doing that before it was even, like, popular... If they ask him to do something ridiculous on this movie, he's definitely going to do it. So, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm, I'm hoping for. Yeah. Plus, like you said, it's cool to see, like, this is a this is kind of a natural way to keep it going and not just have it be a thing that ends and never comes back. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Having the new people and, and like, you know, having them be, certain, like, the same kind of people, right? Like, right. they're not jerks. They're not, like, trying too hard. They're just, like, for the most part, just Digging regular around. people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, Jackass Forever, and uh, what what would you uh, what would you give it? How many stars? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is like another like Cats or you know um, Spider Man No Way Home situation where it's like it's, it's entirely in what you think about previous stuff. Right. I honestly do. I I don't know if I could give it a number because there is no like I, there is nothing I can say to make it better. There is nothing I can say to, that I could. Well, you see it the plot. Or, uh... <laughs> right, exactly. Like the, the most I can say is maybe like I wish maybe like. A little longer, but even then, I'm like, does it need to be? Like, no, they did what they did need. Right. To if it was out. longer, does that mean just mean a shittier prank gets put in? <laughs> right. Exactly. And so I'm like, I really don't know. It'll be entirely up to whatever whoever watches it. Like, if you right. never had any interest in it, then like you just like that's not my thing. Then this is not for you. But if you're like, hey, you know, like I loved all the other ones. I want to check this one out. Then you'll love this one. That's just so. Me. What was your enjoyment of this? Not not necessarily a rating, but how much did you enjoy it? Oh, a lot. Like, I would say, yeah. Like, as a, as a fan, like, I was super, like, satisfied with it. Like, mm-hmm. it was exactly what I, what I thought it was going to be, and it was perfect for what I thought it was going to be. Good deal. All right. Yeah. So, that's Jackass Forever in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just touch on something super quick, which is that uh, I finally, uh, I mentioned on here that I was playing Ghost of Tsushima again. I played the yeah, expansion, yeah. and I had a friend playing it. Um, and once he had caught up, we were going to jump into the multiplayer together. Um, so he caught up, we started playing the multiplayer, which is called Legends. Um, the one thing is, is that like being caught up really has no relevancy uh, on the multiplayer mode. Like Mm -hmm. it's a separate, your separate rank that none of your skills transfer. The only thing that transfers is some of your visual stuff you can, but you can still unlock stuff on its own. So it's not like if you haven't played a bunch you're going to look like dog shit and also be, you know, useless. It, it, it's its own separate thing. Um, and I got to say, it's fucking incredible. Um, it, it's like, man, all right. So there, uh, Assassin's Creed, there was like one, two, two Brotherhood, two Revelations or something like that. Yeah. Three, mm-hmm. there was four Black, flag. four Black Flag. And then I think the next one was Unity. Right, mm-hmm. and Unity was like the whole thing they showed off was that it was like a multiplayer one, like you could play cooperatively. And yeah, the thing yeah. is, is that was like kind of a lie, because there were like there was cooperative play in it, which is like the first time that happened, but it was like only in specific missions. It wasn't like the whole game, right? Mm-hmm. And the other problem was is that it was that game, uh, even outside of the the multiplayer, was buggy as shit. Like, I remember getting to, like, I, I remember I remember playing this game, getting up to a certain point, and mm-hmm. then, like, 
trying to climb this like stained like I had to climb this thing and there was like a stained glass window part and anytime as I was climbing it like I where the stained glass window came into view my game would crash every time mm. without fail and I was like what the fuck is this and then like I quit playing for a while right and then one of my friends got it and I was like, uh, he was like, I think I'm thinking about getting it because the multiplayer sounds fun. And I was like, well, it's only in specific missions and the game's buggy as shit. And he was like, well, it's on sale. I'm still going to buy it. It's like, all right. So he starts playing it. He's like, man, this is great. I'm not having any problems. Like maybe mm-hmm. they fixed all of it. I'm like, oh, okay. So I delete my save because it's been a while since I played it. And I, I didn't get super far anyway. So I'm going to start from the beginning. The tutorial mission he gets stuck in a table. I go to, like, the whole <laughs> game is about free running. He goes to slide over a table, and his bottom, like, his bottom half just gets stuck. And, like, the mission is that I'm trying to escape, or not escape, but I'm there's a guy chasing me, and you're just, like, you know, doing your little Assassin's Creed, like, hopping over stuff. I'm stuck in the table, but the table's so wide that the guy can't, like, get to me. Like, he cannot reach me through the table. And I'm just stuck in the center of it. Like, the mission's going, and, like, I, there's nothing that can be done. And I was like, I think I'm good on this. Like, I just bailed instantly. <laughs> like, like, he was like, but I'm not having any problems. I was like, I don't care. I'm good. Um, but anyways, some of that same, like, appeal of being like, oh, two people, like, you know, sneaking through a camp. And... Yeah assassinating people and and planning stuff like that a lot of that is in this multiplayer mode and it's fantastic like nice nice there's a lot of like stealth stuff you can do if you don't want to do any of the stealth stuff you don't have to you can just literally go in fucking uh swords blazing and just decide to start murdering people um it offers just a lot of flexibility there's like four different classes that all kind of do separate things um like, they all are competent at basically everything, but they're, they specialize in specific aspects. Um, but, man, it's just, it's fucking, it's so fun. Um, so, definitely, if anybody has played Ghost of Tsushima, um, and, but didn't play the multiplayer, um, one, I'm not that far into it, so let me know, and I'll definitely play. And then, two, uh, if you're on the fence about it, but, like, that sounds like, you know, something you'd be interested in. You can get the full game, the expansion, and the multiplayer. I think is sixty bucks on the PS Five. So, um, that's my recommendation for that. Again, yeah, no, that's really good, and and I love that that either one works right. Like that's what I love about Odyssey. That's what I love. You know, I've played so much about it. Is that you know, if I'm like, oh, fuck, I just want to pick up that thing from that camp. I go into the camp. I can you know fuck motherfuckers up. Like you know, like you said, guns blazing, and it's like fun, right? It's like exciting. The combat's good. Mm-hmm. But I could also be like, you know what? I got some time. You could sneak around, and the sneaking is fun, right? There's like, right. you know, you can slide under a tent, and you can like arrow the guy, but like hide and sneak, like or like you know sneak away, or like another guy sees you, you can like you know sort of hide and then push and pull him into the bushes. So like either way, it's fun, right? And I think that mm-hmm. that that's awesome because sometimes you know maybe if you get caught, it's like shitty, or they'll like kill you right away, or you try to do stealthy, but there's not much to that right it's like right. oh they, they literally heard a sound they heard a, uh, a tree branch crack and now they're like on you right right um, so so like just two two different examples that happen in this game that i think are like one is hilarious to be the other ones is kind of like indicative of what it is um and they're two different styles which is that one they have these little huts um that the mongols are in and like every so like some of them will have little like um 
it's like a leather or like fabric hut and the, mm-hmm. the bottom of it will be open so that you can like slide underneath right and so right. there was a guy standing outside of the doorway looking in and a guy sitting down inside looking out and so if any of them if you'd assassinated them like would have seen the other one get assassinated right mm-hmm. so my friend who plays a class that's like its whole thing is it does assassinations more quickly and more quietly like he sneaks around to the front and so the guy that's just out in the open like he he's waiting in an area where he can like kind of get to him quick but he'll start being seen mm-hmm. so as he's standing there i start crawling underneath to get inside he assassinates him as i'm coming out of the hole and the guy that is about to see him gets assassinated from behind from me so it's like there's like it's like <laughs> timing it and it's like just yeah. a cool little experience but then the other one that was hilarious is that like at one point we had to separate because you know there's some mechanics that require you to kill like two different kinds of people at the same time or whatever and so like we had to separate and my friend got seen and i'm like on top of the slack line like connecting two of these huts but like up in the air and he gets seen and he's like oh fuck they got me and i was like just run this way so he starts running towards me he runs past me like underneath me and then as the guy is chasing him i like jump down from the slack ledge and just assassinate him from above so it's just like this cool thing of me being like in a whole different area he gets Mm. caught and i'm like just come to me and the guy doesn't see me and i just like i catch him as he's chasing the other guy it's like shit like that is just so fun to like coordinate on the fly with somebody else you know what i mean oh yeah 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 that yeah that sounds fucking cool and and you know be playing odyssey now i'm like that would be so fucking cool to just have somebody like make a sound or yeah. like throw something and have the guy turn around and you like run up behind him and stab him and like another guy chases you like you said yeah that would be fucking sweet that sounds yeah. awesome yeah i definitely want to check it out eventually yeah definitely so that's uh that's uh my my recommendation and what i've been playing lately um so what else have you been watching yeah so i'll go through the rest um sort of you know rapid fire succession it's um let me see one two it's three movies and a concert that I went to. So um, the first one is A Parallel Mothers, okay. which is a, a Spanish movie um, starring Penelope Cruz. Um, and it was pretty great. I, I really like this one. It, it's like a big soap opera story. Um, and she was actually just nominated for Best Actress for it. And she was oh, awesome. Shit. She was fantastic. Um, and um, it's it's nice. You know, it's, it's you know, just under two hours. I think the story's great, except for the very end, which I didn't like. And it's really, it's got these awesome, like, super bright, like, colors. Like, the production design is awesome. I, I'm surprised it wasn't nominated uh, for the Oscars for this year. So that's uh, Parallel, Mo- Parallel Mothers. I think uh, it's supposed to be on Netflix. I think it's, like, a Netflix co-production. But I think it's on Netflix maybe in, like, other countries or, like, Spain. But I think eventually it'll be here. I think, that's what, not... I think that's what Uncut Gems was. I remember reading it was a Netflix movie and it wasn't available here. Like yeah, on Netflix until some time had passed. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think that's the case for this one as well. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that one was great. Um. The next one was uh, uh Groundhog Day. Okay. The Bill Murray one. Classic. Um. They had it at the Alamo. Mm-hmm, for Groundhog Day, on actual Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. and so I um I'd seen it a bunch of times as a kid, and I, but I hadn't seen it in a long time, and Sydney had never seen it, so I was like, hey, let's go. You know, it's you know, another ninety minutes. It's a great concept. Literally created a genre, and so we went. Um, and it was awesome. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still, it, it always is. And I think um, Sydney really liked it. I think she really, really enjoyed it. Um, I don't 
know what she thought it was going to be. Like I had told her, I was like, it's it's like you know, it repeats the repeating day. Maybe she thought because it's you know early nineties, it was going to be like dry or or a different you know, kind of I don't know atmosphere to it. But she she really liked it. Still awesome. You know, I think um, it wouldn't surprise me if next year you know we kind of make it a thing, her and I, to like watch it again. Um, yeah, so yeah, Groundhog Day. Oh yeah, hey, there's a movie called Groundhog Day. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the uh, the last movie is Moonfall, which is the new Roland Emmerich movie, the one you know he did Independence Day, the day after tomorrow, okay. in 2012. And um, this one was just it was not good. Um, which <laughs> I was about was to say, bit... I've not seen favorable uh, reviews for reviews this. for it. yeah. Well, and early on, I'd seen some reviews. Where people were like, it's big and you know it, it's dumb, but it's like a lot of fun, which is fine. I mean, that's why I liked about. This would have about Independence Day yeah. or the day after tomorrow or even 2012. But it seems like all you know as I'm you know saying these out. Oh, and he also did you know the sequel for Independence Day Resurgence, which right. was awful. And I was telling a friend who went with us, she was like, "God, I did not expect it to be awful." And I was telling her, I was like, "Well, I knew like I did not like Independence Day Resurgence. That thing was awful." Right. But I I had always heard that the reason that that one was crap was because they had, they were like really close to production. They were about to do it, and then Will Smith dropped out, and so they had to redo the whole thing on the fly. And so that's kind of and so when that movie came out, I was like, "Damn, that thing was a piece of shit." But you know that, that makes sense. They had to like sort of you're like make release it up the, the Will Smith Emmerich cut. <laughs> <laughs> they had to pretty much put the tracks in front of the train as they went along, and so that's why it kind of was shitty. Mm-hmm. And so for this one, I was like, well, you know, it's a new concept. You know, it, he's got all the you know he's doing a disaster movie again. But it is it is just like it commits the worst offense of these kinds of movies, which is that it was boring. Like the last third <laughs> goes for the fences in like this weird like sort of sci fi thing. But it was just like like it was amusing, but I was also like, it's not goofy enough, and it's too goofy. And and it's also clearly I was telling Sydney as we were leaving, I was it's clearly the most quote you know filmed during COVID movie ever. Like (laughs) you have these scenes where you see like these like gravity things like destroy a whole city, but there's no you know there's nobody on the ground, right? I don't know if you remember the the scene from um, the day after tomorrow where the 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 tornadoes hit LA. Yeah. Before the, as the scene starts, there's like somebody in an office. There's like somebody in a helicopter. There's like somebody like running in the street. So you kind of get like a a perspective on the ground of those people. But right. for this one, you don't get none of that. So it just feels vacant. It feels empty. And then anytime, oh no, like, a bunch of empty buildings got destroyed. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no connection to it. And then there, um, the scene uh, in Independence Day, any scene that takes place like with a government group, right? There's like dozens of background people. There's like people moving. There's all the people outside in the RVs. There's like you feel it feels also, big. Also, the whole a lot scene uh, where like the it's first getting blown up. You know the scene where the dog uh, fucking yeah jumps yeah the yeah. There's like people scattering, sprinting, people like scattering. There's yeah. like real cars being crashed. Right. And here it's like they're in a, in a government office, and it's like ten people, right? <laughs> and it's in in like everything feels in. Oh my gosh, the worst outside CGI ever. Like Patrick Wilson, the main character, he like leaves his apartment, and it's mm. like the most. This is clearly on a soundstage. He gets on a motorcycle and he drives to another location. It looks fucking terrible like sydney it literally like leaned over the bound music video <laughs> yes dude it looks awful like awful like not even and the thing is like for the bound music video that's like how they used to do you know out you right. know, car shots right where like the background projects like i would have forgiven it if it looked like that it just looked like straight like cgi shit and like it looked <laughs> terrible and like sydney leans over and she goes 
CGI artists react. And I'm like, I know! It's terrible. That was the shit. She's whispering to you, and you're like, yeah, this is dog shit. Like, loud as fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is trash. Um... And so I, I, and the thing is, I, I probably if I didn't, if I don't, know, it was it's still gonna be so shitty. I would have been like, I was trying to focus on it and like been like, all right, let's, like, hey, all right, movie, let me take you seriously. What do you got? Mm-hmm. And then by the end, I was like, oh, fuck this movie. Like it's just disappointing <laughs> because, like I said, I really like you know the day after tomorrow and Independence Day. Like I watch Independence Day every Fourth of July, right? And the day after tomorrow is, I think, is still a lot of fun. What's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal's great, and Dennis Quaid's great in it, right? And even Twenty Twelve, which is just fine, I I would watch it again. It's got big, it's got those big fucking just action sequences and stuff like where they're escaping LA, just massive shit. And then for this one, it's just like. I don't know. There's like no, there's no spunk. There's no magic. It's just like, bleh. um. So avoid this one, unfortunately. Even and I like Roland Emmerich. Even his Godzilla movie, which people hate, I have enjoyed. I still enjoy. I think it's it's nice, trashy fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that has like a weird, like funky spirit to it. This has nothing. It's just like, bleh. you know, God, I it. Man, I relate so much to your point of like, you know, like if you walk into a movie thinking like this is probably going to be terrible, but like I'm going to give it a chance and then, you know, you can like deal with so much more than like, all right, let's see what you got. Like mm-hmm. it, it, for whatever reason, it wears on you so much more aggressively. Yeah. And the best way I can explain it is that like with two examples, right? The Mortal Kombat movie. Mm-hmm. I did not have high hopes for that movie. So, like, any of its shortcomings, I was just like, eh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, eh, it could be worse. There, there could be other shit going wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, like, my other example, though, is that, like, the Dark Tower movie. Because I, having read the books, I wanted it to be good so bad, right? Like, I was like, oh, oh yeah, this yeah. is fucking... I need this to be good. And, and it just was not... And, like, the one dope-ass scene in it is the scene in the trailer. And everything else is, like, not only is the movie dog shit on its own, it doesn't even stick to the book. Like, mm-hmm. it, like it's not even like, oh, well, they tried to turn seven books, seven books all 200 pages or longer, some of them being, like, 500 or 700 pages. It's not even like, oh, you tried to take seven books and make it a movie? Well, it's going to be a bastardized movie. It was yeah. like they didn't even fucking try. Like, I don't know where they got all... Like, I don't know where they got these ideas. And so, like, I'm trying to be into it for the first half of the movie. But by the end, you're just like, let me get the shit out of my face. Like, <laughs> like every next bad thing that happens, like, god damn it. Like, <laughs> and it's just, it wears on... Like I said, it just it's, it wears on you so much more aggressively. Like, it just grates against the like everything in your bones you're like this could be independence day and then like every time it wasn't every time it wasn't you're like you motherfucker (laughs) what what are you doing yes no i know yeah yeah and like how much time you've wasted (laughs) and the thing is like i I don't mind watching a movie and like shitting on it or getting you know drinking a little bit and being like cracking jokes making fun of it or like right that's what i'm saying if you know if you think it's gonna be bad then you can go in with that attitude you know what i mean like or or i will i've already seen it right and i'd be like oh well you know moon i'll watch moonfall again but we can make fun of it or something but that's the thing is that it's not like i said it's not that it's that i'm like wow that was terrible it's so bad 
I don't even want to watch it again and make fun of it because it's boring. Like, there's nothing. Right. It, it's missing that little extra wackiness. It's like I said, it's yeah. goofy, but it's not goofy enough. And I think right. that being stuck in the you middle. You don't have the singing. dog narrowly escaping a CGI. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's, there's like little things like that that make those kind of movies exciting. I'm trying to think of like an equivalent where I would watch it and like be like, oh my God, that's wacky. They don't get you um, to follow a character in a movie like Independence Day for just the. We build this character just so you can see see her stare directly up into the UFO, the yeah. UFO that's going to obliterate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the that's Godzilla the whole purpose movie. of that's that good. character. Yeah. The Godzilla movie, that's a good one that I would watch and be like, wow, look at that. Oh, look, it's like 90s New York. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, look, they're making fun of Roger and Ebert. Oh, cool. Or Roger yeah. Ebert and uh, Ebert and Cisco. Oh, wow. Ugh. You know? Yeah. This has none of that. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. It's ass. That's not great. Yeah. Um, so that was um, Moonfall. <laughs> that was Moonfall. Skip it. And then the very last thing I I, uh, I have is uh, this past Sunday I went to my first like uh, concert since COVID started, and it was uh, Billie Eilish in Charlotte, and uh, she was great. She was awesome. I it's it's actually kind of interesting because right when the pandemic started, like the day that everything went shut down or like the shit like sort of hit the fan Mm -hmm. or no it was that was a wednesday which was like when they they canceled the acc tournament and like everything like sort of got suspended and shut down the next day she had her concert in raleigh here in raleigh and uh they still had it but that was literally the last stop in her tour and so the last thing i did that was like around people or groups for a good while was i went to the Bailey eilish concert and so um yeah so this is the first thing or the first concert i've been to since you know things have you know since Mm-hmm. You know, vaccine is introduced and, and the shit's kind of slowly going back to normal um and it, it, she was great it was awesome the opener was fine um yeah it was, it was it was a good time um i'm trying to think um yeah just yeah a good time i think if if you're listening to this and you maybe you don't live in raleigh i would say definitely give her a chance check her out i think her tour goes on through late march i think because charlotte was only the third stop so still plenty to go um, but yeah, that was the uh, the Billie Eilish concert. It was uh, it was a good time. Awesome. Uh, so she has bookended your pandemic experience. Yes. <laughs> hopefully, she has hopefully the it's beginning not. Like... And... Oh, that's true. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, hopefully it's not an intermission. Like, then she's like, wow. <laughs> uh, time for the third act. Um, yeah. Let's hope we don't get one of those. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I I've only been to one music concert in my life. Uh, so I've definitely, that's something I've been wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I've like recently was like, hmm, Tyler Crater has a show like in Raleigh, I think at some point, like coming up soon for his new out or from, uh, call me if you get lost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, I really want to go. And then I looked at the price of tickets. So I was like, mm, don't, don't know if I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of those. Yeah. I think if you can't get it on the first try, if you can't get it on the first try, I mean, um, the those resale ones are just ridiculous. I mean, it's yeah. like I was saying with the Lakers tickets last last week, where you know Sydney and I got them for I think eighty bucks each in the way nosebleeds. But then the day before, I checked StubHub and those were going for two fifty each. Yeah. So like, and I'm sure concerts are the same. Like Yuli was showing me, um, Yuli, my sister, she was showing me, um, the Bad Bunny resale mm-hmm. tickets because he's going to be in Charlotte, I think, at the end of March, and like floor seats are like the general admission like the middle like the crowd those yeah. shits are reselling for like three thousand dollars god damn yeah so and so just to be clear i don't think tyler the creator's tickets were expensive um like they were probably like i remember telling kaylin i think these are actually like a really good deal 
Uh, I just, like, don't have that kind of disposable income. Like, like it was, I'm trying to think, like, the sec, it was the first section closest to the stage, but, like, off to the side. So it was, like, closest to the stage, and it was, like, the first section that was in front of the stage, but still clearly from the side, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if you took the front of the stage, drew uh, a straight line, like, left to right, you know what I mean? Like, across yeah. the front. It would be the first section that was, like, in front of that line. Because there's a couple sections that are, like, you're looking at the side of the stage. So it wasn't yeah. one of those. But it was, like, 170 a, a seat, which is, like, really good. But I was just, like, man, like, $350, though, and then whatever, you know, parking and then dinner and, you know what I mean, gas. I was yeah. like, ah, fuck, mm-hmm. nah, I ain't got it right now. Um, but, like, I do think that sounds like a good price. I, and the other thing is, I have no point of reference, because I've only ever been to one concert ever. <laughs> and it was not a popular one, so it's not like I got a fucking really solid point of reference on how much tickets <laughs> normally cost. Um, but yeah, uh, but the Billie Eilish concert, uh, sounds like it was great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so if anybody here, uh, is, is considering something like that, it sounds like we have a recommendation. Yeah. Um, so the two things I want to touch on very quickly before we move on, um, is I had to pause reading my Incredible Hulk, uh, comics Mm -hmm. because I noticed that the next comic had a weird banner on the side and the banner on the side was for the House of M. And so I was like, what the fuck is this? And I look and it's like a full Marvel spanning event that happened in the comics, right? Mm -hmm. So the cool thing about this app the Marvel Unlimited app is that I was able to like leave the the Hulk comics and it like saves where you're at and you can search for the event. So I searched for the House of M and when you click it, it comes up with a guide. It's like these are the order they were released in, like across all the different comics. So it's like read. Um, so the, there's some specific comics that are like the House of M comics. But it's like the House of M comic one, the House of M comic two. And then it's like Iron Man issue 800. And it's like that Iron Man that like was taking place at that time. And it, it they all deal with the House of M, but it's like it's in an Iron Man comic. So it's like, all right, Iron Man comic. And then uh, Uncanny X-Men comic. And then this comic. And then it's like House of M3, then the Incredible Hulk, then the next Iron Man. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's cool that it literally gives you a guide. It's like, oh, okay. So if you don't want to have to figure out what the next thing you're supposed to read is to get all this info. Like, here's what we recommend you reading and how you see this event that has just come up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. It's a really cool guide. Um, the, 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 because I've been reading Hulk specifically, like I'm the most interested in what happens to him in this. Uh, and he's very much just an outlier or not an outlier, but like he's, He's just like a little side story that's going on, right? Like within the universe of the House of M, the stuff that's happening. Which is basically that Scar... It sounds like maybe the same kind of thing as WandaVision, just on a larger scale. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say is that I remember when WandaVision was going on, that people would mention House of M a lot. Be like, wow, this is like this and that sort of mixed together. So it sounds like uh, the... Just a quick rundown of the basic of what House of M is. Scarlet Witch is having the having like a mental breakdown and Professor Xavier is is there and he's like the strongest psychic in the world aside from Scarlet Witch and he's like trying to help her get past this and like he keeps struggling she keeps having visions of like 
her and Vision having children. And she's like, oh, my children. And he's like, you've never had children. You can't have children. Like, you know this. You need to stop. And so she's like, they're on an island that's abandoned. And she's like altering this island. And like every time it gets too much for Xavier to handle, he just like puts her to sleep. He's just like, just fucking, you know, he uses psychic powers. Like, you just go to sleep for now. And so he's like, I, he Magneto shows up, which in, in the comics, he is her father. Magneto is the father of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. And, you know, he shows up and he's like talking. And so apparently up at this point in in the X-Men movies, they've been waging war, right? Like mutants and Mm non-mutants. And because, you know, Magneto's whole thing is like, they, they, they treat us like garbage. We need to like stop, like we need to take what's ours. Like we are superior to them. You know what I mean? Like, and and they're going to treat us like garbage. Fuck that. And so, um... You know, he's talking to Professor Xavier, and it seems like Magneto has basically lost his war at this point. And he's like, it's like, he's like, I feel awful. He's like, I I knew it was going to come at great cost to me. Like, he's like, I knew if I lost, like, it would come to great cost to me, but I have ruined the life of my child. And, like, you know, Professor X is like, I don't know what to do. He's like, I'm the only person who could possibly handle this, and guess what? Not handling it. Like, I'm fucking it up. Like, it's not going well. And so he tells Magneto, he's like, I'm going to have to go talk to the Avengers because Scarlet Witch is an Avenger, not an X-Man. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's in a separate group at this point, even though she's a mm-hmm. mutant. And so basically he goes to the Avengers and he's like, Hey, um, so the thing is, uh, I think we're going to have to kill her. And they're like, what? She's an Avenger. Absolutely not. And then like the X-Men who aren't even involved, right? Wolverine hasn't been mm-hmm. involved in this plot at all at this point, but Wolverine's there. Because Professor X has called, like, all of his, like, main X-Men. So, like, Wolverine, Cyclops are all there. And even they don't really know what's going on. But they're like, listen. Like, the Avengers are like, absolutely not. And the other X-Men are like, listen. If this guy is saying nothing can be done, like, nothing can be done. Because he's mm-hmm. the only guy that could fix this. And, and he's saying it's unfixable. And they're like, well, we, we're not going to kill an Avenger. She's one of us. And they're like, well, we don't know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, basically... Uh, Quicksilver, who, you know, travels so fast that he can just be anywhere in an instant, apparently overhears this. He goes to Magneto. He's like, hey, they're going to kill Scarlet Witch. And he's like, Magneto's even like, yeah, um, that might be the right call. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're her dad. And he's like, listen, if Professor Xavier doesn't know what the fuck to do with it, nobody knows what the fuck. Like, even <laughs> Magneto, he's like, listen, like, he's our only option. And he's like, I don't know. So... Mm-hmm. They come back to Scarlet Witch to try and come up with a plan, and she's gone. And Magneto's gone, and Quicksilver's gone, and then a bright white flash happens. Everything, like, there's a bright white flash, and that's it. And then all of a sudden, like, you just get new stories. Basically, like, Peter Parker is, like, masquerading as a a mutant because mutants... Mutants have basically run, like, they have won the war, right? And so mutants are running the government... Regular humans are looked at as second-class citizens. And mm-hmm. Peter Parker, being a human who was bitten by a radioactive spider, he's just like, oh, no, I'm just a mutant. Like, I just have this spider stuff because I'm a mutant. Everybody's like, oh, he's, like, the most popular. And then there's, like, a whole little sub thing on that. But, like, the Hulk one is kind of funny because Hulk ends up, like, in an aboriginal tribe of people in mm-hmm. Australia. And apparently there's, like, these... Gen- Magneto has let the Australian government be run by some of the mutants over there. And apparently, Magneto told them, he's like, look, just don't fuck with the Aborigines. Like, that's that's the only thing we're not fucking with. We're not fucking with the Aborigines. And mm-hmm. so, those those mutants end up 
going after the Aborigines because they're like, we can't let humans be anywhere. If we let mm-hmm. humans be anywhere, that's a beacon of hope. If the humans ever rise up again, they're going to look at them, and then we'll be back to where we started, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we got to squash sure. all hope where it can, so we don't end up back how we were. And so they attack the fucking Aboriginal people, and fucking Bruce Banner's there, and he, like, talks to Aboriginal people. He's like, look, you've accepted me as one of you, but I don't know if you know, there's another guy. Um, yeah. and, and they're like, yeah, we know. We know you have two personalities. We've never seen the other one, but you're one of us now, and so is he. Like, we're all good. And he's like, you sure you're not going to look down on me when you see this other guy? And they're like, nope. And so the fucking mutant government, like, high-tech people come and start running through the Aborigines. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Hulk's there. Hulk just, you know, shits on all of them, because that's what Hulk does. And it, it does a fucking, like, pans over to, like, the people in, like, the, the government headquarters that, are like, have, you know, eyes on the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's three mutants, and then there's a fourth mutant named Pyro. Uh, and Pyro is, like, a pretty common one, but the other three I don't know. And, like, Exodus is one of the three. He seems to be the main one. And he's like, damn. All right, now we got to deal with Hulk. And he's like, okay, oh, well. Like, we got to deal with Hulk. We'll we'll take care of it. And Pyro is freaking out. Like, Exodus is just like, oh, well, it's just another thing we got to deal with. And Pyro's like, absolutely fucking not. He was like, you don't understand. I've fought him before. Never going to do it again. Fuck that. Like, you guys fucked up. He told us not to fuck with the Aborigines. That's why I hate all of you. Like, he's, like, freaking <laughs> the fuck out. And it's just funny that, like, you know, as the whole comics go, he basically... Hulk ends up ruling Australia. Um, <laughs> like, but it's just, like, that's how his issue ended, right? It was, like, one X-Man turning to the other three. He's like, no, you fucked up. You don't know you fucked up, but you fucked up so bad. <laughs> so... Um, that was just really, uh, like a fun little note, uh, in that comic series. But anyways, it's really good. I haven't finished it yet, but it's great. Um, nice. so the last thing I'm going to touch on is, uh, I sent you a song yeah. and, mm-hmm. uh, the song was, uh, what was it called? Uh, John P's caddy or Johnny P's caddy, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Johnny P's caddy. So it is, uh, I was listening to a song that we will talk about briefly later uh and then the next song that came on was this one and i gotta say it is benny the butcher featuring j cole right and Mm -hmm. and i have made my feelings on j cole very clear (laughs) throughout throughout my uh my time Mm -hmm. on this on this podcast so benny the butcher's verse comes on and it's great Mm -hmm. right yeah and so j cole j cole starts to like you know, he drops a couple of, hey, you know, he starts talking before he goes on. And so he randomly says, the butcher's coming. And I'm like, why would you say the other person's ad lib? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, so I'm already like starting to get shaky, right? I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. motherfucker. And then he says, he, he starts rapping and he starts his very first line. And I'm like, okay, this could be okay. Like, it's like, he's doing like this little like generic storytelling opening, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm not mad at it. But then let me tell you that this motherfucker pops off. Mm-hmm. He, this is... Son, why is J. Cole better on every feature than he is on any <laughs> of his songs? Why is this the way that J. Cole is? Mm-hmm. I was going to say that. I was like, yeah, he, he's his best stuff that I've liked is like his first on uh, you know, uh, 21 Savages a lot. I know that song is a little yes. bit old now, but like that verse is great. And of course, Looking for Trouble is great. Um, and this one. 
He's All right, awesome so listen, this one too. I'm going to drop some lines here because I had to go through. Because here's the thing when this album came out, I went through and I picked out lines mm-hmm. that I thought were dog shit because they stuck out to me. Yeah. So I'm going to do the opposite in, in, in perfect fairness, which is to say, he says, they feel the pressure. Me, I just feel like I left the masseuse. And I was like, okay, that's kind of lit. And mm-hmm. he says, a different line, he says, he the last of the Mohicans, no weaklings in my sneakers. He want me on a song. He gonna see the wrath of the reaper. I'm probably go to hell if Jesus asks for a feature. He's saying he mm-hmm. kills everybody on every song he's on, and that even if Jesus has to be a song, he'd kill him too. So he's gonna end up in hell. That's motherfucking <laughs> bars. And then the last one that literally made me do the fucking stink face. Mm-hmm. He said, just to count on my cash, you might need a calculus teacher, Eureka. Einstein on the brink of oh, yeah, the theory yeah. of relativity. Real E, no MC equal. He said, yeah. really, no MC? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was great, bars. too. <laughs> the yeah. fuck? This motherfucker's spitting. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, why is this man not dropping shit like this on his own songs? Why is he? <laughs> this shit was, I literally just, like, sat in awe. Because this, I wasn't even trying to come across this song. This came on after the song I wanted to listen to. And I literally was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Jesus like, where did this Christ. fucking come from? Right. I mean, spitting. Um, so, like, this is the... Miss. He don't miss. Well, no, that's the thing, though. He misses all the <laughs> he time. He misses often. <laughs> this dude this is spitting. He misses sometimes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, he's Restbrook, right? Like, he's... He can be the reason your whole team loses fucking six games out of ten. But those four games, eh, four is a little high. Let's say seven games out of ten is the reason your team loses. But then those three games when he's popping off, that motherfucker is like, he's just dunking on everybody. He's blocking people's shit. He's stealing. He's fucking throwing passes out his ass. That This is one of those games, right? This is one mm-hmm. of those games where like, you see Westbrook popping off, and you're like, "So this is how he won MVP." You know what I mean? It's yep, like, yep, yep. But then, but then when I go to his album, I see the fucking him sucking <laughs> up the bricks against the side of the backboard, and it's just fucking devastating. But yeah, so I just just uh, as a note to all the J Cole fans, I, I do not do not only throw hate your way. Like this this shit was this shit. Like after I was done, I felt like I just got out of a fucking sauna. Like I was like, I gotta fucking gotta cool off after this one. Yeah, yeah, because you texted it to me, like, right as I was walking out to um, go get my hair cut. And I was like, well, I can't watch it on the road, but I'll, I'll add it to my um, my Apple Music. And so I added it real quick right before I left. Um, mm-hmm. And I played it twice back to back. And I was like, wow. And that, the second time I caught the MC line. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Like the Will Smith <laughs> gif where he's like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Bro. It's so, God, it's a banger. Um, so, yeah. No, I, fuck, I fuck with that J. Cole line. That shit, like. See, that's that's the kind of shit that's gonna make me listen to his next album and then get disappointed. That's 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 the kind of bar that is. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's gonna you go there and be like, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's so fucking yeah. No, he's gonna be rapping about how his dick's hard in high school. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyways, so that's that. Um, well, we can talk about uh, what was the song you you were you listened to the first time. That's another song I dropped this week. Okay, so the only thing I gotta say is that um, push the season approach. <laughs> fuck whatever y'all been here. Fuck, fuck whatever y'all been here. Nah, all right. So puts a T dropped uh, Diet Coke uh, yesterday. Um, I think is what I saw, mm-hmm. and 
That shit is a banger. And the thing is, though, is that, like, this is a weird one for me, right? Like, it it sounds dated to me. Like, even fresh out the fucking, fresh on the YouTube, uh, it it sounds like an old beat, right? Like, like nobody's rapping over shit like this anymore. They're just right, not. yeah. Well, not, I, think, I thought that's what that I saw. Like I thought that I, was, like, I, an older beat, right? Yeah, I, I don't know what he samples, but like it's it's got a lot of like boom back record scratches and shit, and that that's like that's really like a byproduct of like the mid to late nineties. Um, not to say that nobody does it at all anymore, mm. um, but it's just like definitely not like the flavor of I was gonna say flavor of the month, but not even like the flavor of like the past like ten years. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's definitely I'm gonna I'm gonna do the thing when people try and act like alcohol is good. Um, it's an acquired taste, right? Like, I, <laughs> like you have to like really enjoy this, or have already enjoyed it. This uh, this is a single, but I would be hard pressed to find this on the radio with any sort of actual playability. But I don't think that's what Push T's goes for. I don't think Push T has ever dropped a single to be like, I want this shit popping on the radios. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like it's not really what he's going for when he makes songs. Um. But with that being said, I love it. I think it's everything I want out of a Pusha T song, even if it's not what I would expect to hear on the radio. Yeah, no, yeah, or even like what you would consider like to be like a best, one of the best Pusha T songs, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it should the album should be coming soon. Oh, I mean, and I also really like the song too. But like you said, it feels like um. Can I say like sometimes when an artist releases a single off of an album, sometimes it like changes everything, right? The first album is like, or the first single is like, holy shit! Like that's, you know, I'm trying to think of like, uh, what was that Bruno Mars one? Uptown Funk. It's like he releases yeah, Uptown, Uptown Funk. Funk off that album. You're like, holy shit! Like this is it? Like this is the best song off of this album? Like this is like, right? Right. And it sticks. And sometimes they release a, a single, and it's fine, right? It's like, oh, cool. yeah, yeah. It, it it sounds like them. It certainly sounds like them, right? And it sounds yep. good, and I like it. Um, so I feel like that this is more like the latter, where it's like, yes. like you release the single, and it's like, yeah, you know, it, it gets people excited about it, it, gets eyeballs, like sort of, you know, people checking it out, um, gets it on people's minds. But I don't think it like, you know, um, sort of made anybody go, oh shit, like some of the better songs right. off of the, um, the fuck, what was the last album? The, Daytona. Uh, Daytona, yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, is that I think. And this is, this could be my own uh, fandom blinding me on this, right? Like, maybe what I'm about to say is not true, and it's just some story I've constructed in my head. Um, But, like, I don't, we talk about how, like, it's, you can't really, like, ding a movie for not doing something it's not trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, that's kind of how I feel about, like, Pusha T's, like, last, like, four albums. Is he like there? There hasn't been like a lot. Like I can tell you, his singles off of King Push, Darkest Before Dawn, like was uh, untouchable. I think and like crutches, crosses, caskets, mm-hmm. and, and like none of those are like radio poppy singles. And the thing is, he just doesn't do that. Like, like I don't think he's ever tried to. He doesn't seem to be one of these people that's trying to, like, gather a large fan base and make it big, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think he's... 
I mean, regardless of whether the story is true or not, I mean, like, if you want to, if you believe it, he has uh, plenty of drug money. Um, <laughs> like, two, I mean, he's he's got to deal with Adidas. He's the president of good music. Um, you know, which doesn't mean as much now as it used to, but he's the president of good music. Uh, he, he's got other things, so I really think that he isn't, like... He's not trying to make it on, right? Also, the clips right. was huge. So whatever money he made from the clips, it's had time to mature if he didn't blow it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I don't think he's trying to, like, gather, like, a large crowd. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, I'm just going to do the things I'm going to do. And if you like it, you can come listen and think it's great, hopefully. But, like, I'm not out here trying to reach the masses. Um so, with that being said, this is definitely, like, a song that, like, I think you're only going to like if you're already the type of person that would like Pusha T's music. I don't think he's bringing anybody new to the table with this song. Right. Um, I don't know that he's trying he's the, to. He's the, he's the jackass of, of music. Right, exactly. Without sounding terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think he's just doing the thing he's always done. And he's like, well, you know, I'll put out this song. If you like the things I've always done, you'll like this, too. Um, and I think that's where it's at. So... This one is definitely not his best by any means. And it didn't... The weird thing is, like, it made me excited to know that a Pusha T album is close. But, like, the song itself didn't get me hyped for the album. That makes sense? Like, mm-hmm. it, like it, the, the thought of the album was more exciting than necessarily this song put me towards the album. But I still think the song's 7 or 8 out of 10. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a good mm-hmm. song. I, I But, like... This isn't one I can really recommend to a lot of people. Like, I, I, I'm i going to have to know my bass when I start telling people to listen to this song. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so, that's that's where I'm at with that. But, yeah, push the season approach and fuck whatever y'all be here. Yeah, yeah, also, I'm, I'm, uh, did you catch what he called Kanye at the very beginning of the song? Because it actually uh, killed me. No. Uh-huh. He called him Yezos. Like, Bezos. Like, Jeff Bezos. He, <laughs> says, me, he says, me and Yezos. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's kind of retarded, or kind of, it's kind of stupid, but that shit is a banger. Yezos, um, <laughs> uh, and he's in the music video. I think I saw. On, yeah. Also, uh, I saw Instagram. it said, I saw it said like Diet Coke featuring Kanye, and I was like, oh fuck, like I, son of a bitch, like I'm gonna have to deal with, with fucking, Kanye doing some dumb shit on here that's gonna annoy me, right? Yeah, whoopity poop. Yeah, I'm. Poop. A, but he doesn't, he says, like, I think he says, like, one line on the whole song. And it's not even, like, a verse. It's, it's not even, like, I think, like, literally the beginning of the first verse, or maybe, like, one line in the chorus yeah. is, like, him saying it. But he's, like, in the music video the whole time, like, doing his dumb little dancing in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm with just, like, with, oh. the, with the, like, duck farmer boots. Yes. And I'm, like, I don't really know what the fuck yeah. you're going for, but okay. Like, featuring like, Yezos. Yeah, featuring the fucking Kanye Yezos. Um, Jesus. That's terrible. Uh, but it's amazing. Um, <laughs> also, like, what are the... You remember how people always, like, made the... I can't remember... It was it was the Death Row record. So, uh, Suge Knight, right? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was on... Uh, he had... When he started Death Row Records, he made a remark. He was like, if you don't want your, your like, president dancing all up in the videos, come to Death Row. And it was a shot... And uh, P. Diddy, because P. Diddy's like 
was in every video that any of his people ever dropped. And he was always mm-hmm. just, like, dancing in the background. And so, like, it immediately popped in my head when Kanye was dancing in the background. I was like, what are the chances that Push T was like, I'm about to shoot this music video. And then Kanye was like, all right, I'm going to be in it, just dancing in the background. And Push T was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I, I, I only got a I couch. Guess. I only got a love seat. We're going to have to get a couch couch. <laughs> we can't be sitting this close together. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> He saw he saw Ye show up in that in a ridiculous outfit, and he's like, "Look, you got to change." And he was like, "What about the boots?" And he's like, "I guess the boots can stay, but the rest of it needs to go. <laughs> the rest of that shit, the fuck out of here." <laughs> he's fucking. He's out there like negotiating with Kanye, like I negotiate with my child. I'm like, "Look, you can bring the giraffe in the car, but you got to leave the elephant behind." Like <laughs> that, that's fucking pushing teeth talking to Kanye. Oh Jesus. Kanye came up with a first that was just him shitting on Pete Davidson and Pusha T was like Pusha T was like oh, man alright we're just gonna cut that alright like, I don't need that I shit on my Pete song Davidson's ass <laughs> he was like yeah 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 and he like turned to the fucking editor and he's like cut that um <laughs> drop that whole verse don't just act like you don't know what happened to it um uh, but yeah anyway so super excited for Pusha T's album that song is like that song is very hit or miss you know what I mean like I feel like that one is like I said, you gotta. Someone is either going to be like, "Why the fuck did you send this to me?" Or they're gonna be like, "This is really good." <laughs> and so, uh, I'm, but either way, I was happy to hear Pusha T's coming for sure. No, we're just gonna get an album and see them like a release date or yeah. What the fuck is the info do we know what the name of the album is gonna be or anything I like that? I don't think so. I think yeah. the first. Well, the first thing I saw about it was that picture of Lana Del Rey where he had he put the coke over her face. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? Were, I didn't see that on his Instagram. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see, Pusha T. What the fuck am I gonna look up? Pusha T, Lana Del Rey, Coke. Yeah, um, it's the one but... that. Uh, let me see. It was like the first. It, he. It's his first post. Like his his oldest post on Instagram, but I think he deleted everything else. Um, but oh yeah, like, okay. <laughs> they were like, you need to make that the album cover. And stuff. <laughs> I see it. That's kind of amazing. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Yo, Pusha T is just a fucking uh, monster. Did you see... Oh God, did you see the picture I retweeted? And it was like, Pusha T album rollout, like... And it was fucking... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Diego Maradona, like, with the with the giant bag oh, of coke yeah. hanging yeah. on the flag. <laughs> yeah, dude, oh. all the tweets... All the tweets I see about it are so funny. Like, they're like... Uh... It's Coke season, or like, uh, or like Coke after the the uh, Pusha T song comes out, and it's like clip of that like one guy being like, "I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting cooked." <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. I love that clip. <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, that's the album that's dropping. I'm excited cool. for it for sure. Um, anything else you want to touch this week, or you, we, um, you can. Yeah, just one last thing before we wrap it up. Um, there was news this week that How To with John Wilson was renewed for a third season. Um, right. So I was like uh, just excited that that's happening. I, I kind of assumed it was going to happen, um, but I'm glad that they have like official confirmation. Um, and, you know, like you know, listeners of this show have, I'm sure, know from last year's episodes, or I guess two years ago's episodes now and last year's episode about it. Um, this is one of my favorite shows. Um, the right. first season is pretty great, pretty fantastic. And like I've said before a couple weeks ago, the, the second season I think is perfect. Um, so I'm excited to see where they go. I'm hoping that, you know, it keeps it up somehow. I'm hoping that maybe they end it after four or five seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, I, what was the show that 
I was talking about where I was like, I'd rather them end it early. I forget what it was, but I was like, I'd rather them end it early, end it with really good, rather than like go out on like a shit note. And be, it wasn't like, like Succession, was it? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. So I'd rather them just end it on a good, you know, four seasons, perfect. Um, but yeah, so I, I would. The last one was made. So they made it. It came out in 2020 at the end of 2020. This one, the second season came out at the end of 2021. So I'm sure we'll see season three hopefully at the end of this year. Um, but of course, if not. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like, God, hurry up, or like, what the fuck, right? Other than take their time and and give us a good, uh, good third season. But yeah, if you have time. Yeah, if you want to watch it, um, if you're listening to this, you have time. Um, they're all on HBO Max. It's I think ten episodes each season, and they're each a half hour, so you can finish it, you know, in a week easily. Yeah, I definitely need to. Like, that's that's one that like I I, I look at like. That the next time I start a new show, it's it's probably going to be that one. Like yeah. it's it's in a group of like maybe one or two other shows that I'm like I really do want to watch those at some point. And the, the nice thing about it is because it's an HBO show, you can download it. Um, if you like, you can watch it on your phone or a tablet if you have one. Oh, shit. I usually yeah, I usually like um whenever I I want to watch something or, or like if I'm going to the gym or if I'm going to be on the road. Well, I guess on the road not too much because I don't like like being in the car and, and watching something but like on a plane or something i try to sort of save either hbo shows or netflix shows because they are good about downloading stuff and even disney disney plus as well they're good about you know letting you download them so if you you know if anybody's going on a trip or you have some time or you're like well i want to watch it you know while i'm doing chores or whatever you can download it put it on your phone and you're good to go Awesome. Yeah, so uh, that might be something I uh, I do in the future. I can take my tablet to work and watch on it like while oh, I'm yeah. at work. Yep. So um, definitely how to with John Wilson in the third season coming up. Um, it sounds like it's warranted it. I've never heard anything bad about it. So that's uh, it's definitely good news. Um, so uh, that'll be the episode for this week. Um, <clears throat> if you want to catch me, you can catch me at Bags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Evercastro92 on Instagram. If you want to catch the podcast, you can catch it directly at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us directly, differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Um, as usual, stay safe, stay entertaining. We will catch you guys next week. Later. Peace. <laughs>